yeah, I apologize for my uh, delay. I was uh, busy having my white night moment. Um, what happened? Well, you know, on the way, Bishop wasn't feeling so well. I picked Aww. him up from the, you know, vet. Or actually, yeah. I took him to the vet, was taking him home. And on the way home, I saw this kind of small, scraggly dog. And he was just walk, like, walking aimlessly in the street. It was a busy street. It's middle field, right? So I'm like, uh-oh, this, this, is, this doesn't look good. And I was like, I just kind of like did a slow crawl, like going, okay, hurry up and just like move along or get out of my path. And I just keep moving along. And I was going, uh, I don't think he's going to. And he just went, he was like playing chicken. Actually, oh my God. Yeah. So then all of a sudden like, all right, forget it. was trying to kill himself. Oh, I think so. And I, and he over here, depressed. I intervened, right? Oh because I, I, I pulled over right away, yeah. hit the hazards, picked up, picked up the dog. But right before, actually, I almost got ran over by some idiot in a Mercedes. Oh, my God. So, um, yeah, I was like, oh, like, okay, I'm going to take you. And I had the other two dogs with me. So I felt like, oh, shoot. Like, uh, okay, uh, you're, hopefully the dogs don't, you know, get, go crazy because yeah. I'm bringing some strange dog. This dog was kind of like, was filthy. It looked a little gnarly. I you saw the photo, right? <laughs> mm. Looking at the picture right now, this dog is very cute. But first really half of it was, was white. Of. Yes. And the back half of it. It was like fur. Like even when I picked it up, I was like, "Oh shoot! I I, f- I feel like little bumps all over you." It's and white, like, except for all the shit around its mouth. <laughs> yes. Now think of that times twenty on the back end. Oh, like towards God. like that poor, back half. Poor dog it hasn't been groomed in a while. No, no. So I took the SPCA. Yeah. Which then they go ahead and tell me like, "Oh yeah, this dog was just uh, released two hours ago." And I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry. What was that?" And then they tell me, "Oh yeah, her name is Mimi, and she's uh, 12 years old." And I was like, oh, hold on here. And I was like, Mimi, Mimi. And she like looked right over. And I was like, oh, Aww. you're responding. And I'm like, going, oh, shoot. And then, of course, they tell me the procedure. I'm like, going, um, don't tell me that again. Because it made me feel a little bad. Because I go, oh, if you can't, you know, we're going to have to. I'm going, oh. Uh, <sighs> I was going to say that you're a, a true hero. But I think you just put poor Mimi on a death sentence. Oh, uh, if anything, I just, you know, prolonged like the <laughs> inevitable like she, I think she was gonna die at one point. She she wanted to go on her own terms, and I was like, no, 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 we're gonna put you over here, and then you're gonna be put to death over here. Oh, I felt so bad. Vince, your white knight moment was just sending someone to the electric chair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I uh, you just reinsured incarceration, mm-hmm. and uh, she's been given a, a death sentence. So if anybody wants to help save this poor dog, oh, we're not live, so it's too late. Yeah, I mean, well, oh, God. I, I have 48 hours. <laughs> but the one thing that made me go like, oh, God, was uh, as they were ta- telling me, like, oh, yeah, you know, she's back here. And then she was there telling me, oh, was, Oop, you still have your fleas. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, and I, was, no. I have two other dogs in my car right now. And then she's like going, oh, uh, well, as long as you give them like their like flea medicine, uh, medication or whatever, repellent, they'll be fine. And I thought to myself, well, I, once again, my white night moment was like going, I, now I'm harboring fleas in my car. Oh, your car's infested. Oh, I, and it was a long drive from <laughs> Palo Alto to the Berlin game. I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. How, I'm trying to do a nice thing. And this is what happened. I get gifted fleas. Oh, wow. Well, you know, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed for, uh, for Mimi and, um, and I'm keeping my fingers crossed for you that you're not. Are you itching? I saw you were itching a minute ago. I don't know you're if that's like a little. nervous tick, like when I hear about fleas and I just start like, eh. But um, you look like you're uncomfortable. <laughs> I did think I, I thought I saw something jump. Oh, was it? Oh, God. 
Well, as long as it's not a, like a demigorgon, like as long as it doesn't like become <laughs> become a demigorgon, like in season two of uh, Stranger Things, oh right? My God. That that would have been even worse. Like often the mouth opens up, and I'm like, oh shit. Nerd Podcast, everybody. It's Ming Chen approved. Welcome, everyone, to episode 47 of Keeping a Nerd, where we will be reviewing Netflix's Stranger Things Season 3. As always, I'm your host, Vince, and along with me is Jeremiah. What is up, Vince? One try. You know what? You got a new nickname. You're the one try kid. No more, not the one, two, three kid? No. Because <laughs> before you were the one, two, three, four, five, seven, <laughs> 15 try kid. But Like the LeBron, like not four, not five, not six, seven times, Vince, <laughs> had to use the intro. Yeah, no, but you're one one try. You're like Ronnie from the, the Jersey Shore. <laughs> That's the, right. The one shot kid. <laughs> um, yeah, and today we are recording this episode aboard the USS Butterscotch, docked here at Scoops Ahoy. Actually, no, just kidding. Uh, we are actually here at Elusive Comics, located here in Santa Clara, California. It's 1270 Franklin Mall, uh, where they have graciously opened their doors to us. Uh, so very, very, very big thank you to them. Um, yeah, you know, come down and check this place out. I, I've never been here before. They have a huge selection of comics, toys, tabletop games. It sort of reminds me of being back at Comic-Con. On a little bit smaller scale. Yeah. A little more intimate. Are you, uh, how, how are you coming? Are you coming down now from the Comic-Con? <laughs> it's a little like, weird going back into the real world. Back in the general population? Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like uh, being amongst all of these uh, civilians, as you might say. Did you find it weird when you when you got to work that you didn't see some guy wearing a Superman cape? Yeah. I was like, where where's all the costumes? Like, what are we doing here? There's no, there's no cosplay. <laughs> there's no um, long lines. I'm like, oh, it's, it's time to go to work. Do I have to spend the night in one line? <laughs> get a bracelet to come back and start my shift the next day um yeah, yeah it's a little a little strange yeah no um I, I i was surprised to be buying a bottle of water for at cost of like a dollar oh instead okay. of the upcharge of four dollars yeah at comic-con so it feels like most of the people i've encountered have showered 
also recently, <laughs> which may not exactly have been happening. When you're burning the candle at both ends trying to score exclusive, you know? You want to get into that panel. Yeah. You're yeah. going to have to give up something. You got to sacrifice. <laughs> it's all about, that's what Comic-Con was all about, right? Sacrificing. <laughs> you sacrifice a lot. Yeah. Dignity. You know, <laughs> hygiene. Yep. Uh, precious time, money. But it's all worth it for the fandom. Yeah, that, that is right? true. Right? It's all that for the true. fandom. We, that's what we do. These things for the fandom, right? Um, so, yeah, uh, we are here in the Elusive Comics, like I said, uh, 1270 Franklin Mall. I'm going to plug them one more time. They're yeah. located in Santa Clara, California. Because, you know, they're so nice to let us use this place. I want to, you know, try and drum up some business for them. Uh, you guys come in here. Uh, you just tell them you heard the word from the guys at Keeping It Nerd, and you know, I don't know what that means. I don't know if they're gonna give you a discount, but <laughs> well, hey, just if you, you buy know, six pops. They told me that they'll give you ten percent off. That guy, that guy behind the glass is shaking his head. He's no, saying no, no. no. That's real. That's real. <laughs> I saw a sign up. Oh, okay, this year. Yeah, so, okay, no, there real. they go. Six pops, ten percent off. The, our listeners don't need to know that it wasn't just for us. Come on, bud. Oh, play the game a little yeah, bit. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Just come in here, buy the six pops, and then you just tell them that uh, Keeping a Nerd sent you, and then uh, they'll give <laughs> you that discount. Who? <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, those two weirdos that were in the back. Yeah. Mm. Squeegee up after those guys. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, we're going to be talking about season three of Netflix. Coming into it real quick uh, before we dive into it, where were you? Like, you obviously saw one and two. Where were you? What was your hype level going into the season? I was actually real excited for season three. Um, although I will admit that season two was, I don't want to call it a downer. It was not as, uh, like, season one I thought was tip top the whole way through season two had that little bit of a departure where 11 is kind of off doing her own thing. And it was, I, I didn't think the two storylines meshed very well and it was a little unsatisfying maybe at the end. Um, but after seeing what the sort of uh, content of this season with the tone of being like the eighties mall kids and, yeah, and working at a crappy summer job and like, I'm, totally into it the kids getting a little bit older like completely sold me yeah you're obviously seeing the evolution here right in the town yeah um yeah i i when i saw the trailer for it and the thing was what was it it was last year at last year's funko fun days mm -hmm. uh they showed that little clip it was like a little brief clip and then it showed uh robin and uh a new new character and steve in these their scoops ahoy Right. Uh, you know, uniforms. I was like, oh, okay. And then they obviously it takes you to like, okay, they are, they're adventuring to the mall. And once again, like back in the eighties, the mall was everything, right? That was like the, the pinnacle of like, what are you going to do on Saturday? Got to go hit up the mall. Got to yeah, go ahead. Even and, into the nineties, like until yeah. I was in high school, we still did that. Who and did I'm it? so old. Yeah. I mean, nowadays everyone does it at, well, hey, what do you go? I'm going to go to Amazon. Let's, uh, go, yeah. let's go meet in the lobby of Amazon. Yeah. Do you want to go to the mall? Why? What is that? Wait, what? Why? That place is dead. Why would you want to go there? If you want to buy something, you leave the house? Like you go to a store? <laughs> a place that has more than one store? I don't get it. Why? Cash. Why have to use cash? They don't They don't just take my credit card. What do you do with these coins they give you? You just throw them on the ground <laughs> for the peasants? What do you do with this? Um, interactions with other people. No, I'm not in for that. No, 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 no. What no. was the best part of the mall when you were a kid? Separating from my parents. <laughs> Did they let you go off on your own? It took a minute. Yeah. Right. I mean, uh, you were probably 17, 18 by the time <laughs> when they took the leash uh, off, right? You're close. If you're I'm not mistaken, close. you had a, um, 
one of those like hoodies or a, a jumpsuit that was like a um, like animal, like a teddy bear or something that had a leash attached to it until you were really old. You know, it's funny that you're setting this thing up as a joke, <laughs> but uh, you know what? Joke's on you. I really did have a leash. Oh, holy shit. It's because oh I did get, I got lost in the mall. When I, <laughs> I got lost in the mall when I was three. Guys, listen to me. Vince is a sensitive lad. We've talked to this many times. Um, I, I did not know ahead of time that you... You, you seem were... to love opening up, uh, you know, these the Pandora's boxes of my feelings. You, What kind of leash are we talking here? Full harness? Full um, fucking harness. Choker? Oh, choker no, it collar? was a harness. It was a harness. Across the body. Um, it was like It's a, like the kind that I have for Bishop and Rogue, I feel. I was just going to say, was it the similar... <laughs> To the one you have for the dogs. Yeah, now. it wasn't okay. stylish. It wasn't like the, my parents were trying to hide it with like, oh, it's a cute, cute little monkey backpack with like the tail oh, is a thing. No, okay. it's just straight up like going, hey, hey, everyone Heel. check this out. Sit. This is my son. Watch what he can do. Shake, shake. And then they spray the water bottle on my face and I don't do it. Play Which, dead. Yeah, well, um, the reason why, obviously. I don't know if I had mentioned that in a previous episode. I don't know. You took um, off running? Yeah, it took off running where my parents found me in the arcade. Uh, remember, fa- okay. right, so Fashion well, Island. that's what I was getting at, by the way. It was Fashion the Island. The part of the mall. Yeah, Fashion Island is where I got lost at. Fashion and Island. remember before the, before the tilt, there was something yeah. called Goldmine, I think. Okay, yep. Uh, and that's where they found me. They found me in one of those uh, race car cabinet type deals, you know, where it just <laughs> you're sitting in yeah. the kind of like a photo booth, yep. obviously, type deal. Um, yeah, um, my dad was distraught. Oh, I'm sure. I think it's because he was... He knew my mom was going to give it to him. That's well, why. Well, of course. That was back when he cared about you. Exactly. Now he's, <laughs> now he's like, I really wish I lost you in the mall all those years ago. <laughs> why did you just stay lost? <gasps> Dad. You could have found another family. <laughs> and yet oh, you're man. here eating Cheetos on my on my couch. <laughs> oh, my God. So I, I can imagine that was probably a traumatic. traumatic yeah, yeah. For him. And then, of course, yeah, then it reacted the whole you know, you're on a leash forever. And then when I so grew you up, 21. When I grew up, then they didn't have a physical leash. They had like, you know, the figurative leash oh, right on okay. me. Where it was still like going, I'm going to go out with my friends. No. Okay, I'll just stay here. Sorry, guys, I can't go out tonight. I was going to ask if it was weird that um, that you would like be going out with Reina and you'd be like, can you just hold on to this so I don't get lost? <laughs> was that was that strange for her or was she actually okay with it? She understood. The first time, the bewildered look on her face was like, uh, what? I don't, I don't get it. So, <laughs> well, she, you're gonna she, have to learn to love it. She, she is, and uh, I'm gonna impart that onto my. I was wondering, my are child, you, are you going to leash your no offspring? Good God, no! I'm not gonna be that person. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I'm gonna be attentive and be watching. I'm not gonna be one of those parents that, like my dad, who okay. decided to turn his back on his child. <laughs> A child is like you know the ocean; you don't want to turn back on it. And that's what he did. That's I what mean, he did. He forgot your birthday. Let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. But he probably still cares. Mm, I don't know. He probably longingly looks at that leash in the corner and just remember the good old days when he. Could I saw that you. leash too, <laughs> uh, like years ago, like when they were cleaning out the garage. And yeah. I was like, oh my god, they still had it. Yeah, it was. It's like the most. It's the coldest looking thing, <laughs> as in like it looks like it would be for someone who's in an insane asylum. It was like white fabric with this like metal zipper right in the back. Like I said, it's nothing like there was no kind of fancy design on it or anything. It was supposed to straight up like going. Oh, Vince wanted a fancy design. It'll be nice, you know, go with my little overalls and, you know, whatever. But no. You could have said Oshkosh Bagosh on it. Something like that. Jimboree. I, 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 
uh, yeah, well, anyways, back into the, like the mall and everything. Uh, so yes, uh, the mall and the arcade. That, Always. That was a, the mean, first hit, right? Amazing. The best. The food court, because of all of like the bright lights, the neon. You, I was like, you can order, you can get any different kind of fast food that you want all in the same place. It's amazing. What part of the world do you want to eat at? Do you want to yeah. go to Samaro's? <laughs> go to Italy? Yeah, it's Michael Scott's favorite uh, pizza joint. Italian <laughs> it's restaurant. New York pizza joint. New York That's pizza. Yeah. Gotta go to Samaro's. You gotta go to Samaro's. Hot dog on a stick if you yeah. want to go and get yourself a hot dog on a stick. Yeah, you want or to a see cheese on a stick. Making lemonade fresh there. Yeah. How awkward did you always think that was when you saw the hot dog on a stick? People make the lemonade. Oh, it's so demeaning. It, Just so demeaning. I always, even to this day, there's like a few still out there in some certain oh, malls, sure. and I and I see them like going, wow. All these years, they still haven't perfected the way to make your lemonade. Like, I'm pretty sure there's a machine that can do that now. But I think that's how they keep their thumb right above, right on their the neck of their employees. Like, oh, of course. Wear this stupid hat. And then after that, I want you to make it look like you're uh, doing some sort of act. Yeah, yeah. It's, ugh. Well, you know what looks great on people? Primary colors. Stri- primary colored stripes. Right, yes. <laughs> and you give you minimum wage. You know what place hasn't changed in all of these years? Every food court I've ever been to has like a, uh, like a Japanese like hibachi style, ah. like flat top. Gr- yeah, never changed with the times. I thought you were going to say the Great Steak and Potato Factory, no, no. or whatever it was called. <laughs> yeah, you can. They have those as well, typically. But the flat top grill with pretty low quality chicken, rice, yeah, some teriyaki sauce. Rena loves that place, though. I was just going to say Sakura. Yeah, who does it? <laughs> oh yeah, one dollar for extra chicken. I don't want to lose money on this. Yeah, an extra yeah. dollar for just for extra How chicken. How could I not? I does I after after scarfing it down, I do question myself. Like, why was it only a dollar for extra chicken? It's very low quality chicken. <laughs> if it is chicken, it's like chicken neck. You know what I really really loved at that time? Orange Julius. Who did? Oh my God! Yes, the frothiness. Yeah, of it. I liked a strawberry Julius was my favorite. Mm, yes, I'm right on board there with you. Yeah, I I'd always try and think I can make it at home. Oh. No, you, you don't thing. have the weird chemical powders to put in there. No, I thought it's the crushed ice with orange, and I just have to really stir it really hard. <laughs> no. I, as a child, I realized, going, no, you're wrong. So in Arizona, they still have a few of those around, and I went to an Orange Julius. Still like the taste the same? Year. Man, was it gross. Oh. That was really bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so disgusting. Do you think they changed the formula? Oh, I'm sure. Do you think that they did Well, they're a- using the same product from 1991. 1980 or 81. <laughs> Who knows? Yep. In 91, they were still using the 81. They're probably still working off. Oh, okay. Why so there's not? like 10 years. Uh, okay. So it yeah. may be the original batch. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, not great. But yeah, I love the food court. I love the, I love going to the arcade. I love just walking around and everybody had to go to look cool. But yeah. If you were seen with your parents, it was terrible. That's like, why I, I that's why I try and ditch them every time. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell them, I'll meet you guys back here at the top floor in front of McDonald's. We're good. I loved whenever they'd be, uh, they'd, Try to give away a car or something. Oh yeah, yeah. That's always a like, that's always a what? fun little. I could I could win a Ford Festiva. Like sign me up. Give me that car. I need it. I don't even have a license. <laughs> I need a Volkswagen Cabriolet. I'll be so cool <laughs> in high school with a fucking a Chevy top. Malibu. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So um, this ep- or this season really hit on that. So the, yeah, bringing it back in now. The seeing the mall yeah. is going to be incorporated into their uh their life now. Perfect. Well, I like and it's hitting the kids when they're age appropriate. One of the things I'm appreciating about Stranger Things is they're not trying to pretend that they're still, you know, children. It, hey, it's only been it's been 
a year or whatever, a year yeah. and a half in the timeline of the show, but they've actually aged four years because of the time it takes to the show. And they're not, they've aged quite a bit. Like they look supremely. They different. have timeline wise though. We'll, we'll dive into that. It was, it's not even a year or maybe a year and a half. Or yeah. So. That's what I was no, thinking. So, yeah. but then the kids, yeah, you're right. They are, I mean, they're older, four years think, older. Yeah. Probably from when they first started. Uh, yeah. I think they're maybe at close to 16, filming. 17 now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe one is at 17. I'm not sure. I didn't, I didn't have in front of me what yeah, their ages you look are. At Mikey, I mean, kid, he's six, three now, you know? Yes. I, I, I have to say that he looks a little more gangly in this, <laughs> uh, this season where I'm like, going, Ooh, I don't think he has to wear short shorts anymore. I think he regular wear, wear regular shorts and yeah. he'd be just fine. Like, and it would still look like short shorts. Yeah. And L in the first season looks, you know, fairly androgynous. She's a little kid with a shaved head. Yeah. And, you know, can't really tell. And now it's like, oh. She's always like stylish. And yeah. She's look just, at her. She's yeah. got a new style. Like, and she goes to the mall, you know, you go yeah. to Max in the mall, like, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. Forever 21. <laughs> um, all right. So let's dive into the sleepy little hamlet of Hawkins, Indiana. But is it sleepy? I don't feel like I could rest a wink there. Well, why the hell? Yeah, shit ever's happening there. It's monsters everywhere. Well, why would you? All right. Well, first off, this was released uh, July 4th, 2019. Yeah. Um, Did you watch any of it on 4th of July? I was at your house 4th of July. No, we watched the next day. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, I binged through that right away just to make sure because I was you know, cosplaying as Steve. Remember this year? <laughs> yes, you Steve, were. Uh, Steve and uh, Shirley Temple. You know what? Very, very popular. Very popular. Yeah. Your cosplay. Did you think you were going to be a little more obscure? Or were you pretty certain that you would see a lot? I didn't uh, think it was going to be like Deadpool status. Because that's how (laughs) Steve Harrington's Scoops Ahoy cosplay this year was was like Deadpool. also, but Steve was just... He was either... Oh, yeah, no. Either way, it was a Scoops Ahoy group, right? I was just like, oh, I thought I was going to maybe see a sprinkle here and there. But I was like, oh, shoot. Yeah. But hey, not all of them. They went all the... No one fully committed. No one went full Steve Harrington. There were a couple guys that had the hair for it, yeah, which was fine. Yeah, but the most people they didn't they just put it on and put the hat on. I'm like, no, 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 I got the wig. <laughs> I went with it, man. I bought into it. Steve freaking Harrington. Yeah, you had a great wig. Yeah, and you know I used to try to style it right. You know, whatever. Anyways, so <laughs> you were fully committed, and I was know, committed. Everyone appreciated. And yeah, and like I said, yeah, the Steve Harrington is the Deadpool, the Harley Quinn cosplay of the year. <laughs> right, everyone's wearing it. Um, so yeah, we are back in Hawkins, Indiana, yep. right? And something's weird, right? In your neighborhood. Oh, that's Who are you going to call? No, I'm sorry. That was last season. That's when the Ghostbusters yes. thing was right. <laughs> this is set in the summer of 1985, which is less than a year from the season two events, which is October, uh, yep. 1984. And in the beginning of the first episode, like you notice that there's like an overlapping event that happens from like season one. And like between season one and two, and then now, so like the whole Soviet Union had developed uh, the technology to open the portal to the upside down world in June 1984. So that happened before season two events, right? Right. So it happened after obviously um, season one, which is November '83, and then you have this Soviet Union thing that happened. They opened up the portal, and then you have, and then you have October of last or 1984, which is season two, right. Obviously, we'll dive into that later on, and when we talk about the future of the series. But it seems like they're with that gap in between, like the Soviets doing that first before '84, uh, uh, October '84, leaves like a little bit of a gap of like, oh, what happened in between then? If that if a portal was open 
there yep. at that time. Where is what's going on, right? Um, but yeah, we'll uh, dive into that. Well, yeah, just knowing that it's not just happening in in Hawkins is already uh, lots yes. of possibilities moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we get we visit the kids. They've obviously aged, like you said. Um, they're in high school now, and I don't know Hawkins, Indiana. Right, you see the welcome to Hawkins, Indiana, yeah. and then there's usually like a little motto of what the city, right? I'm saying Hawkins, Indiana, the horniest town in America. <laughs> there were so many like, like the ships you want to call it nowadays, right? You want to ship this couple, they want to ship it. You had Mike and Eleven, Lucas and Max, Dustin and his Susie, yeah, Jonathan and Nancy, obviously before, and then you had Hopper and Joyce, right? And I'm just like. All right, this is a lot of romantic entanglements and then, uh, for the series. Stephen Dustin, right? Stephen Dustin, yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you can't forget that. That ship was that, that's that's one of the best ships. No, their relationship's going to last. That's oh, the only one that's going to last forever. But I just, yeah, you're seeing them. You know, all of a sudden now, all these romantic entanglements are yep. are playing into their story into the storyline, which I was kind of like, uh, I don't need to know this. I, I mean. As I'm taking, trying to st- step back, I, ha- I am trying to look at it as of like, okay, these are kids. Obviously, now they're older. They will be going through these, obviously, hormonal changes in their lives. But yeah, you'll, you will see Mike and Eleven making out, which, how did you feel? Weird. Yeah, I felt like the Arya and you know Gendry getting it on <laughs> feeling where I was like, oh, I saw you as a kid growing up watching this show, and now I'm seeing like full frontal. Now, in this case, I'm like going, Oh, like I saw you as kids. Like, I don't want to see kids make out. That's a little off-putting. Uh, but I did understand, like, it's part of the storyline, and it, 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 there is some realism to it. Yeah, uh, yes. definitely. I mean, it falls for me. It just fell right in line with, you know, the the kids are growing up, and that's what that's what kids are going to do. You know. Now, you know, the, cool that's what kids, kids do. Not like you. That's what the kids do, right? They when they they age. have these these you moments of like no of course not how can I I'm, I'm at home with my leash I'm making out with my leash if anything <laughs> oh man sorry <laughs> you want to keep keep opening it up you're opening up a portal to the upside down port of part of my heart right now and it's just pouring out there <laughs> I made out with the leash <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah so so supple in its time everything is not so well in Hawkins in not in the form of like. Um, Obviously, the supernatural, but obviously, no, day to day for them seems to be kind of like normal life again. Yeah. And you have Hopper, who's now taken on the father role, where he's like, "Uh, I don't like, he's he's feeling what I'm feeling. Like, I don't like these kids. Doors are closed, three inches open, leave it open. Like, I don't like this. And, you know, once again, relatable ish, where you're like going, like, okay, that's something a father would do. And I felt like, all right, that's acceptable. But I just there's He's like very protective over very protective. But I mean, should he be like she can crush this guy's face <laughs> with like a little if he did anything wrong, a little snap, like a little wink, whatever. Like this guy's next done. Yeah, but he knew that that's not. I mean, she needed it. She needs some uh, some boundaries, you know. She needs to be, you know, limits, right? Yeah. So not course. just like so not just limiting her powers, but limiting her like prowess. Yeah, as a it, that's normal that's as a like, curious, you know, you know pre prepubescent child. Yeah, right. Uh, so speaking of real quick, a little bit off topic, going back to Comic Con, were you surprised there weren't more um, 
Hopper or Fat Magnum PI cosplays. We I saw, saw so many I Fat Thor. I saw a couple. Did you? Yeah, but none that really. I mean, I knew it was. Yeah. And then when I said it, like, oh, and then he said, yeah, I am. I was going. I only knew it that because enough. I was guessing gotcha. it. But Maybe that's not, not as, the flamingo looking enough. shirt, that pinkish looking. You gotta thing. have the right shirt. He needs to have that. He needs to have the Chianti. <laughs> oh man okay so yeah no, we didn't see that many didn't see that many joys i didn't see that many dustins i can tell you it was mostly scoops ahoy yeah <sighs> oh i guess i'm not i'm not the i'm not original no alexis i would have loved to see alexi that's another ship that i loved oh, i, I love the murray and uh alexi ship Oh my god, it's so good. It didn't it didn't start off that way cuz obviously in this season of uh Stranger Things, they're playing off the whole Cold War era, right? Yes. The Russians yep. and, you know, in America. So you're having all these like the tensions and everyone thinks, "Oh, that guy's a spy. That guy's a spy." Yeah. And you're just like, "Ah, you know." There were and those these were tropes in so many 80s movies, even Red Dawn, you know. Exactly. Played heavily off of that. Yeah, yeah. So um we're back with the kids all reuniting. Dustin comes back from his summer camp, Camp Nowhere. <laughs> I mean, where else are we coming out of here? Will, uh, does he, it seems like everyone was growing up and maturing, except for young Will Byers. Yeah, I mean, he probably is one of those kids who was going to be a little bit of a late bloomer anyways. And then you throw in just all of this psychological, like, I mean, kids at his point, brain twisted around yeah and he has some sort of evil entities basically that he's attached to i mean it's going to be tough to just to grow up i'm sure yeah but this kid was wearing a wizard's outfit he was saying i want to play dungeons and dragons i'm the wizard (laughs) i am will the wise you will listen to me oh god at one point during that that thing i was going that's painful (laughs) i I kind of identified with will being kind of like a late bloomer ish type deal But I mean, at one point I was going, I don't think I ever wore, uh, you know, Vince the Wise outfit. <laughs> and it was telling my friends, let's, see, uh, let's go ahead and let's do this. Yeah. Like for you. It right? was cringy for sure. Personally. Yeah. When do you remember the last time you, you stopped being a kid? Oh, I don't, I'm 40 and I don't know that I, Yeah. I don't know that I have, but I do think, uh, I don't know that I can relate to being the only kid in town who still feels like a kid when yeah. everyone else is growing up like that's got to be a pretty lonely position to be in you yeah see all of your friends who you were so tight with and they all have they all have other priorities now yeah so first episode you're just basically it's just kind of easing you back into the flow of things it was just catching up with everyone's lives you think dustin's girlfriend was made up no actually what i thought was mm-hmm. i thought that was uh like the upside down world messing with him like, oh, okay. like he thought he was radioing, like right. you know, someone. But then it's actually the upside down world, mimicking a you know a young girl, right. trying to say, like, oh yeah, if you do this, we can meet. Like you thought he was being catfished. I thought he was being. Yeah, I was waiting Why for Neve to come out and uh, <laughs> Neve and Max is going. Hey, did you? Uh, what do you think? I don't know. She told me to come here with these coordinates and uh, make this big old antenna and put it in the field. And so, how much money have you sent her so far? I sent um, her five hundred dollars. Yeah. Um, well, she has bills to pay. Um, God, but it's series two. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we, we're catching up to everyone. And yeah, I, I did you think she was fake? Not necessarily. At first, I thought there was a chance, but they they just they hinted at it too much that I was like, at some point, she's going to play a yeah. key role here. Yeah, but and also like the fact that he didn't meet her actually at camp, right? It's not like 
he because he, she helped him at camp and then with the ham radio and then well, that's is that what, what it was say but it's easy when he could have very easily been in a position similar to will like oh all my other friends got girlfriends oh i have a I have a girlfriend. That's what happened in season two, right? I mean, he kind of felt alone when he saw totally. Max and Max yeah. and Lucas hook up because he thought maybe Max and him would hook up, right? Yeah. And then he kind of cried, and obviously, uh, Mikey's brother, Mikey, Mike's uh, sister, uh, Nat, Nat, not Natalie, uh, Nancy, uh, was able to, you know, like you know, gave him like a little uh, wedding singer moment. Yeah, All right, yeah, go ahead totally. and let's, let's dance here. Um, but yeah, you, you'd feel that way. And also like as the series went on, maybe you kind of thought like body snatcher situation, like un- where, oh yeah, you know, it is the upside down world and they were portaling through this girl and that's possible. You know, also. she was using, once again, Dustin. Anything could have been possible. Anything could have. Um, but catching up with the rest of the, the group seems like. Uh, Hopper is still trying. He's pining for some affection from uh, Will's mo- Will's mom. What's her name? Gosh, it's, it is escaping me right now. We got a. I got my notes in front of me, and I'm skipping over. And it should be. It's Joyce. It's Joyce. Yeah. See that. So. And Joyce. There's definitely they hinted at a little something, but she was still. At the end of season two, you thought like, oh, they're gonna hook up. It, yeah, but I mean. <gasps> But seeing the timeline, this is summer, less than a year from the events, it would have been too soon after seeing, or you know, Bob. Bob. Yeah. You know, the the real Mikey, actually. That's that's Mikey right there. Not Mike. Mikey. Yeah. You know, yeah, you're right. Right. You're right about the Goonies that. reference. Right? Yes. Um, yeah, seeing him get just decimated by that demigod. You, you figure at some point there any these two people are have been through so much together and they're they have a history. They they have a yeah. they have a history and they're they seem to be good with each other so it's uh you figured it was coming. You figured it was going to be coming um but she's looking to move out of Hawkins, right? Well, shit, I would too. Why isn't everyone? That's what yeah, I don't understand. Why does anyone stay there? Why is Hawkins? I mean, seriously, like once Hawkins was had that first event, I would have kind of like talked to a realtor. After the second event, I would have but I said, you know, screw it. Let's just pick up. I'm taking my loss. Yeah. Like, let, let a squatter take this place. And, you know, that's that, that's their problem now. I'm like, no, thank you. Yeah, the rat monsters or whatever. Come oh, here. God. Yeah, I know. It's Nancy and Jonathan are now adults. Nancy, Jonathan, and uh, and Steve, they're now- They're out of high school. They're out of high school. They're experiencing their first taste of the real world. Yep. Nancy and Jonathan are now working for the Hawkins Post. Yep, yep, working for the newspaper. Jonathan as a photographer, yes. Nancy as a kind of like a, to be a secretary. Journalist. She's trying, yeah, aspirations for journalism, yeah. but she's just like a gopher at this moment right yeah. now, right? Um, how did you feel about her character and like how, obviously it's being portrayed, like this is the 80s, so a man's world, right? And she's just trying to break the break the ceiling. Right. Did you think it was a little much or did you think it was, it was just the right amount of where she needed to be pushing, keep on pushing? No, I thought it was fine. I think it shows some uh, tenacity for her. Um, and I am, and I shouldn't say I'm imagining. I know for sure in that time, uh, as hard as it is now, there's still not equality now. It mm-hmm. made a lot, you know, a lot of strides. Like she was definitely, especially in Hawkins, Indiana. I'm sure a pretty, pretty Midwest. bad good old boys network. You know. Yeah. So uh, no, I thought it was right on for what she was trying to do like you know she's busting up locker room talk though bro (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh my God, those guys are the worst. How much did you? <laughs> Gary hate those Busey. Guys? God, I wanted to punch Gary no. Busey in the face. Jake he was, Busey. Right? Jake Busey. I'm sorry. Yeah, Gary yeah. Busey's he dead. Might as well be. Actually, no. I don't want to say that. I don't want to say I'm going to punch Gary Busey in the face because that guy's out a loose cannon. He's going to come and punch me. Oh no, no, no. Jake won't do anything. Yeah, no. Jake Busey was was uh yeah he was just like uh, come on. But he played he a great, great role though. of yeah. yeah yeah he plays a perfect like douchebag yeah type, all of those assholes you know male chauvinist. Um, the boss was a little bit. Was it was a dick too? I thought at first it was Matt Dillon, but it, was, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't awesome. him. It was some other actor, which I'm not really caring to know about right now. But um, <laughs> <laughs> as I as I thumb through my notes here, um, yeah, guys, uh, I don't know if you noticed this. We have notes. We have notes. I printed it out. I went on Word and I had a nice little outline and everything. Uh, who needs them? <laughs> who needs them? I'm like Dennis Miller in the uh, Weekend Update, and I do the thing and yeah. I just throw in the air. <laughs> uh, and then Steve Harrington. His his character had kind of regressed this season. I you felt. Think so? I felt like they went too much on the comedy factor with him. Like obviously, the first year he was kind of like a douche, right? Because he was <laughs> trying. Oh okay, yeah. Well, I'm sorry. He was. He was trying to get Nancy's pants, and then he ended up helping out, helping helping actually in the defeat of the Demi Gorgon. His turnaround. Though. I mean, that was one of the season his, two was great. Who, who didn't love season two where he yeah. was Mama Steve? Right. Right. Like, oh, I'm the babysitter, best babysitter in the world, kids type <laughs> deal. But then this year, like, he became he took a back seat where he wasn't actually the babysitter. Like, he was friends with Dustin and the kids still. You know, I mean, I love seeing the opening scene when Dustin comes into the to the, his place of work, mm-hmm. place of business, and says, "Where is he? Who?" Steve, the guy, hair, where is he? And, you know, he just comes out, Anderson, has his hands up, and they have, like, a little secret handshake, and they do, like, the lightsaber duel, and, you know. It's so great. It's great, but then you feel like going, wow, Mr. Cool, Mr. Popular has now just, like, oh, he's, in the, the, he's in the real world now, and he's, like, going. The mighty have fallen. Right? This guy, like, going, can you still get girls? I can get girls. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I felt like his character did regress in the fact that he was more in the comedic role this, this season. Like though he did win his first fight, right? He it's beat that Russian guy. Time. Right. That was great. He, he did it. He swore. I mean, he, he knocked him out. It was great. He didn't even have that spiked bat, <laughs> bare hands and all. You know what? He, he had been trying so hard, but every fight that he basically had ever engaged in, he had just taken a serious beating. So. Yeah. He's still my favorite character. Right. Um, well, sure. Yeah. So, so that's what's going on with the, with them. And then we have the other character who's returned, Billy. <laughs> Billy's great. <sighs> really? Such he plays such a typical like. Do you feel like he plays a good William Zabka role? Um, like a, you know the '80s kind of like bully. Yeah. Like Mr. Pretty Boyish yeah. type deal. Dude, seducing moms and. How did you feel about that? <laughs> Actually, that scene, that in that, that episode, that's, that's, he comes out there. It was kind of like a la Phoebe Cates in uh, Fast Times at Richmond High. Yeah, there was a little bit of that going that on. Slow motion sure. walk at the, yeah. by the pool, and you see all the moms checking out the moms. Giving him a little thrill. But the moms were actually the ones. Actually, I don't blame him. He, like, he's just giving the like. Hey, I just work here, ladies. I'll give you guys a little show. Yeah. And, you know, peck little peck a pectoral dance type deal. <laughs> But no, those women were getting a little hot. and That's what I'm calling Hawkins, Indiana, the horniest town in America. Those women were just like, Yo, okay, ladies, it's his shift. And then there you go. They're just like primping him. Pr- up and, you know. I found it disturbing, though. Primping. Mike's mom. You know. Mike and Nancy's mom just over there. She's over here just like, 
I'm married already, and she's still gonna go ahead and play this role of like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna try and uh, bag myself this. Uh, she's cougar hunting. Yeah, she, yeah, she's uh, she wants, she's had the old bull. Now she wants the young calf. You know. <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, she Thank wants, you she for wants that. A little, she wants a little stud. You know? <laughs> and uh, Billy is, uh, he's the bad boy. He is. Uh, he's the bad boy. Played by uh, Thackeray uh, Montgomery. AKA the Red Ranger in the last Power Rangers. That movie. I did not know. Uh, yeah. Um, and his, his his character, we soon find out at the by at the end of the first episode, he's gonna be your uh, antagonist. Yeah, which that's perfect. Right? Perfect host for our uh mind flayer. Yeah. Uh, what did you think though when when he got possessed or yeah. you know, whatever? Now Throughout the whole uh, series, yep. this was happening throughout the town. Everyone was getting uh, kind of like body snatched. Right. Now, as the host, does, do, do they get superpowers? You know, uh, I don't know that, that they ever explicitly laid that out, but he definitely, I think when he was being controlled, I guess, by the mind flayer, he was... But necessarily, like, so if you have superpower, like you're, yeah, now you're obviously you're like super. He was obviously very, you know. He was fit, strong. right? I mean, yeah. we, we didn't notice that in season two. And once again, the moms noticed in season three. How, oh, I noticed. Oh, <laughs> hello. I noticed. Were you right next to uh, Mike's mom over there yeah. primping, primping too? Yeah, you didn't see me, but I was on the. You were combing your beard. Yes. I want to see a Billy uh, cosplay. I mean, nice. just a guy in red shorts with a whistle. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, good one. Yeah, flexing. <laughs> flexing the whole time. Tan, flexing. <laughs> Listening to a, long golden locks. Yeah, listening to eighties metal. <laughs> well, wispy mustache. Um, so yeah, so back to that question. Like, yeah, yeah. we're obviously not going, you know, toe for toe on like the episodes. Uh, we're just kind of kind of going over the whole series itself. Does did it seem weird that at one point when the kids trapped him in the sauna, mm-hmm. right? He was able to just like kick open that fucking door, break that break the glass of a sauna. Sauna glass is not supposed to be like candy glass. Where you can just break it with well, your that, hand, no. like he just straight up broke broke it, and he didn't have a uh, John Kreese moment where his, he looks at his hand; it's all bloody from breaking <laughs> glass. No, it was like he broke it, and he was still trying to go after the yeah, kids. Yeah, no, he was like he w- had basically taken on some sort of uh, super serum. He was like fortified in some way by that. Uh, but doesn't that uh, so? By being the so does the, 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 the but does the body then all of a, all of a sudden kind of like get affected by that? So when he's out of it, all of a sudden, as you look at his hand and go. Ow! What the fuck was that? Oh, first F bomb. But I mean, like, <laughs> what? 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 You know, what, what happened to my hand? You know, I they they didn't really they didn't really say. I think it's sort of uh, I think it's up to interpretation a little bit about exactly how the science behind it works. But I I think it's you're it's to be understood that he's not Billy in that moment. You know, he's just sort of a vessel for. Yeah. For this much well, more I mean, powerful being. and Jake Busey's character well, was also uh, same well, thing, Well, they all right? had, yeah, they were all being controlled in some level, but it, it seemed like he, like Billy had like a, like he was like the, the leader, I guess, of yeah, the yeah. Blade. So he was, he had like a stronger connection as being, as being closest to the top of the pyramid scheme. Got it. He, I think he had some sort of, yeah, he he had a stronger sort of uh, bond, I guess, to the mind. So he was like the white shroot. Right, he's he's closer to the top of anyone else yes. in, the, in the office. Okay. Yeah, and as he infects the people below, and then they affect more. I mean, you if you want to make money, 
You just have to sign up 10 more people for this thing. You just got to infect everyone in your family. Oh, Michael, this sounds like a pyramid scheme. No, it's not. Look here. This, if I sign up for you, and here three. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. Um, yeah. uh, all right, so then that's, we catch up uh, with our characters, right? Billy is now going to be the antagonist. All the kids are reunited. Now let's talk about a couple of new characters as well that were yeah. introduced this season. We had Robin. Yeah. Who is... Who, I Did you think she was going to be the love interest for Steve? Well, yeah, they set it up that way the whole season. Yeah, right? Yeah, I, I thought like maybe, and the fact that when she opened up to him when they were mm-hmm. uh, imprisoned uh, and then the basement of Star Court, it was like she had that story of, oh, I remember you from, you know, chemistry class. Like, yeah, I sat behind you. You don't remember me. And I thought like, oh, look at that. Steve Harrington, you douche. This girl was pining for you and you just over there was... That wasn't the case, though. No, <laughs> we no. got we got taken for a nice turn. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she Robin was, had her eyes on another lady. Oh yeah, she she wanted to uh, be scooping something else. She wanted to give her two scoops to someone else. <laughs> Is that right? No? I don't even know what that means. You know what it means. Uh, Everyone knows what it means. Yeah, I guess. Um, you know, I, she wanted to put the cherry of her Sunday on someone else. How's that? Was that was that more a little more descriptive? I don't know. I still don't. <laughs> these are mix and matching these metaphors i don't know how uh, well, well anyway so robin steve's not her type not her type right yeah dustin tries to tell her like what are you doing man like she's the best look at her she's she's pretty she's she's, a, she's you know she's a nerd she's smart yeah like, come on man she's like go for, for it. adventures yeah you know what kind of adventures we don't know you know it's I'm sorry, am I uh, doing something wrong here? She's willing to battle the Russians. Exactly. She's willing to decode. She's willing to blow off her shift at work to decode the Russians. Exactly. Come on, man. She's down. You got got to go for the girl that's right in front of that's willing to help fight the good fight against the Ruskies. Is that that, that derogatory? Should I have not said that? Back in the 80s, it was something. You could say Ruski. You could... Yeah, I mean, don't say it now though, because they're in charge of our government now. Well, so. Oh, <laughs> your, your new Russian overlords aren't aren't a big fan. I don't think. Well, I'm speaking of in the time. Obviously, that was the vernacular. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah. No, the the Russians infiltrating the United States in any way—that's so, so unbelievable. Mm-hmm. What was that? Do you hear that song? It sounds think, like the. I think Trump is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hear tanks rolling in the streets. Yeah. No, no. I think I think Trump is being uh, controlled by the mind flare. Right <laughs> <laughs> and all the stupid shit that he comes out of his mouth. Those, Check those the tweet. Like, mind flare tweets. Glitches in the matrix. Like, Wait, what? Oh did you just my say? god! <laughs> That's the Russians be, uh, <laughs> translating poorly. Um. <laughs> Jeez. Um. So Robin, new character. Yeah. On board. I, yeah. Yeah, she's not, great. She's great. You know who I didn't think was great as a new character? Uh, who? And she actually is not a new character. Not they just put character. her more in the forefront of right. this season. Lucas's little sister, Erica Sinclair. You might as well call her Iris from The Flash. That's another person that just really grinds my gears. Oh, I don't get that. Yeah, you don't I get it because you don't watch that. Show. Yeah, yeah, you don't want... I don't know how other what other way to tell that to you, but for the fact that she's just really like someone that like I'm, she's incredibly abrasive. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I thought it was like too much. I understand like you can be an annoying sister, which is like obviously like the, an eighties trope. Like, oh, the 80, younger younger sibling is just 
the foil to their older sibling. She Why don't you was, shut your mouth, dumbass? Oh, God. Whatever, nerd. Yeah. I am nerd, nerd. It's that tone it's every line, that. basically. I yeah. hate it. Every time. You know what? For the show called Keeping It Nerd, I took offense to it. Yeah. When she was like going, nerd? I'm not a nerd. Oh. Guess what? She's a nerd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You like... You, you like dragons? She's you like mystical ponies and stuff like that? No. Guess what? You're a nerd. She was a closeted, self-hating nerd. Oh, yeah, she was. And it's, the, the sass could have been brought, toned down a bit. I didn't like I, That was one character I was not for this season. I was not here for that. What would you do if you were part of the group? And the Scoops group? Like that? Yeah. Oh, no, no. She, I would have just like, get out. You would have kicked her out. But oh, you yeah. need her. I don't need her. Who's going to go through the vents? I don't know. I'll find someone else. <laughs> Her other her, her other friends were all quiet back there. You they know what? She keeps face. putting down all that ice cream that they were giving her. <laughs> she won't fit in that vent at all. Yeah, and no. we never saw a sugar crash. Good for them because she's gonna get diabetes. Is what's gonna happen? It's very possible. Yeah, she ate that USS butterscotch like that nothing. Del- that sounds delicious to the right face. Um, yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't too thrilled with her character. Yeah. Um, the character I was thrilled with was. We said we said earlier was Alexi. Yeah, we the, brought back Murray. Uh, Murray, which so good. Murray I and Alexi, so I love. You know, I didn't. Do you remember what other other uh, things that you've seen that actor in? Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's a stand-up, if I'm not mistaken, and he's um, he was on another period, which I really liked. I don't know if you've ever seen that Comedy mm, Central no. show. It takes place like in the 1700s or something, or. Uh, it's really funny kind of is it a parody show type thing? or not a parody yeah. but okay yeah um, but I liked his character in that as well um, did you ever watch the other guys yes okay so do you remember the line Christineth you will call her by her real name Christineth <laughs> yeah that yeah. was him Brett, Brett uh, Gelman he played a great conspiracy theory type uh, character and I'm glad they brought him back yeah yeah he's awesome he was well, he was one of my, I guess I mean, that was the highlight. Cl- close to the MVP ish. Yep. I loved him, and I loved the new character Alexi. At least they're back and forth because mm-hmm. Alexi was introduced as the was he a, uh, a scientist, right? Yeah, for the Russians that were working yeah. on the portal. Yeah, that was under Starcourt. Right. right. So yeah, we we sort of we didn't really get into that, but yeah, the yeah, Russians are own the land that the Starcourt Mall is on, opening up a portal to the Upside Down. Allows the mind flare to come through, and it's all happening. It's all at the mall, just of like course. in the 80s. All the actions all, around the mall. Exactly. It all, of course, in Hawkins, because only crazy stuff like this would happen yeah. in Hawkins, right? <laughs> only only in Hawkins could the the mayor have sold the that land to the Russians. For oh, Mary, mayor Robin Hood? <laughs> Mennonites? Yeah. yeah. Or uh, Princess Bride. Oh, God. His name in Princess Bride. Oh, I know. Um, Audrey the Giant. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. That's what it is. But yeah, no, you had Alexei, uh, Alec Utgoff, uh, who the whole time he spoke in Russian. Yes. Right? And I love I love the fact that obviously being someone who's from the Soviet Union at the time, right, they're not, they don't know anything about America's like, No, they just know, um, you know, blue jeans and uh, Bruce Springsteen. Exactly, right? But then he's exposed to it. He's given he, a real American he loves, experience. He carnival. loves his Looney Tunes. Yeah. <laughs> he loves his Slurpees. What Slurpees. did we learn? What's his favorite flavor? Uh, cherry. Do you think Hopper will remember that? Hopper doesn't give a shit. If he knows it's that. It's all the same. Strawberry and cherry are the same. <laughs> Everyone knows that, which is 
I mean, that's just a wild hot take. I it's mean, everyone lunacy. knows that. Yeah, they're not even remotely close. Fake cherry is tastes infinitely better than fake strawberry. Everyone knows this. Yeah, uh, not Hopper. Well, well, you know what? Hopper's all hopped up on that whole love thing with 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 uh, Joyce. And that's 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 where I feel like for me this season I was just like, oh, okay, we're, we he has these feelings that are getting in the way of like the true storyline, and you just. Every, every time that something starts to peak in the series, you're you're interrupted by the fact that, oh, yeah, let me de- deal with this Sam and Diane moment here um, where Joyce and Hopper, obviously there's a lot of tension between them. And they, they, they just- Sexual tension. So much sexual tension. I, 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 I wasn't a fan of, that's that wasn't a fan of it. And it just goes killing. Every time like there's a game of momentum, they just follow it up with the fact that Hopper is now- the first two seasons, he was like, hey, I'm Sheriff of Hawkins. Like, I'll take care of business. Like, I'll punch him in the face, ask questions later. And I was like- You don't think he did that this season? He did. He, I mean, he had his moments. He beat the shit out of, uh, you know, the mayor, which was <laughs> he awesome. And he had, he broke his nose. Broke his nose, about to cut his finger with a cigar, uh, you know, a snipper or whatever. I- I just felt like he did. He, his character also regressed just for the fact that he had let his emotions just start showing more. And I guess it's called character growth, Vince. Is it? <laughs> I, I think so. Oh, all right. I guess. I guess. I guess he's learning how to be a father. You know, he was thrust into fatherhood uh, without ever. You know, he's basically given a preteen to look after, and he's trying to figure out his emotions as he's you know loves this kid and wants to protect her and. You know, and then on top of it, there's uh, Russian infiltration and some sort of demonic alien things or something. There's a lot going on for this dude. I guess so. I guess so. He has to. He's protecting his child from this horny teenager, <laughs> right? He doesn't yeah, want to. Mike is, uh, you know, he has now. He has to. He has to worry about his daughter being mind flayed, and then just to get too close. No, over. don't say. Okay. It. Well, you know, just. I'll tell you why. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> I'll tell you why Murray actually stole it from me. Okay. Right? Because of this this particular scene right here. Children, children, children! This interminable bickering was amusing at first, but it's getting very stale, and we've still got a long drive ahead of us. So why don't you two cut the horse shit and get to the part where you admit your sexual feelings for one another. Whoa! Oh, spare me, spare me, spare me. Yes, yes, he's a brute, I know. Probably reminds you of a bad relationship and gosh, you really like a nice man to settle down with, but admit it, you're real curious to know what he's like in the sack. And you, ah! Well, you're just a big man, baby. You'd rather act tough than show his true feelings because the last time you opened your heart, you got hurt. Ow. And now, rather than admit these feelings, you're dancing around one another with this mind-numbing and frankly boorish mating ritual. So please, for my sake, either quit your bickering or pull over, tear off those clothes, and get it over with already! That right there, that is, that was like classic Murray outburst and the fact he called it out and I, he, he did it for me because there were many times when I was going, just stop, stop already. And then 
at that point in that in that episode, he's asking, "Oh, <laughs> I'm channeling everything right through Murray right now. It's yeah. perfect." It was definitely that moonlighting or Cheers or whatever. That moonlighting, a, that's a good, yeah, yeah. It was so classic '80s. The you know the will they won't they with the tension and their opposites attract. And yeah, Murray hit it right on the head there. I mean, where else are we going in this episode uh, reviewing? Uh, this let's see here. Uh, so yes, now Billy is now lead henchman for the Mind Flayed. Yeah, he's gathering he's, an army. Yeah, he is. He's army building, um, which you can actually do here at Elusive Comics. Um, That's right for all your collecting needs. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, so he's building an army by spreading spreading his seed. Um, Not the way you think, people. No, no. What he you think he was he would spread his seed go just going through all the uh, the moms of Hawkins, but. Uh, he actually does it with one of the daughters, and uh, and then she does it to her family, and it, it basically they're just like yeah, body snatcher style, just building this army of uh, of what will then become the fully formed mind flayer. And it started with the mice or the rats, yes, which were just uh, liquefied earlier the, in the season, which was truly disgusting. Pretty gross. Did sort of the uh, visceral kind of nature of the like the violence in this uh season did it surprise you or were you kind of expecting because there's been violence all through yeah there's been some gross stuff but this was like next level i wouldn't say i don't think it was like too over the top ish no still i mean yeah seeing 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 things like melt and then form into like the big uh you know demigorgon type deal it was a bit off-putting but it wasn't like oh god it's saw gross no no it wasn't it wasn't that it wasn't the uh it wasn't you know chopping people up into pieces but there was a lot of blood a lot like when the uh there was a fair about memorial so yeah. when they're battling that part of the mind flayer like the little mini one and it goes down into the drain and there's like human bones left behind okay yeah, on yeah. The storm grate yes. i was like oh that's gross yeah okay yeah um but it started with all the rats and then it starts with you know the people and that scene where they're like all right it's time to it's time to form like Morphin time. Uh, Form Voltron. Yeah. And they all start just getting it. They get their marching orders and all the people in Hawkins who have been turned into their sort of flayed version of themselves where they're just a bit askew. Like their, their behavior is a little bit off. Their clothes look a little weird. They're kind of disheveled. More pale-ish, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And otherwise they're going through their normal life so they, they can spread their seed and, and build the army even bigger. These people get their marching orders and start going single file to the part and they just start shaking and blah, liquefy <laughs> and fucking guts on the ground. Yeah, yeah. They start looking like they're having seizures and also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got the old lady from earlier in the episode who had, you know, trapped the rat. And, and Was trying to warn her. them about things, yeah. yeah. And then you got the, you know, the 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 other lifeguard. Heather Holloway. Yep. And her family. And so you all see all these people from town and they're just like, nope, time to go. Yep. Time to sacrifice. So once again, like, why the hell would you not want to move the hell out of Hawkins? Yeah, you turn into a gelatinous fucking gut monster. Well, speaking of Hawkins, that place is a ghost town. That's <laughs> It was a nice little kind of social commentary, right, mm-hmm. uh, to you have this big mall coming in, and now all yep. the mom and pop stores are just suffering from it. Yeah. Kind of now where, like, you have Amazon, which we talked about earlier, is just basically take, all this e-commerce is just taking over, where now it's like... Going to the mall is going to be dead. Survival of the fittest. Yeah, right. What's have you seen a Walden books lately? How about B. Dalton? <laughs> well, 
I saw Walden books in the while I was watching this. So I was like, seeing this cutscenes in the mall that made me like just like going, just like oh look at the gap, the old gap, uh, you know, uh, logo or um, yeah, it was seeing the Walden books. I was like going, oh, I was waiting for to see a KB toys. That'd been, that'd been awesome. Yeah, but no, don't haven't seen many of those around. Lately. No, Question, not at all. what is a book? That is something that you can purchase here from Elusive Comics, uh, a comic book. You don't always have to go digital, everyone. It's always nice to have something real in your hands. Ask Stan Lee. That's what he compared one time. And he said, do you think the way of the comics will be going to digital? Well, comics are like boobs. Yeah, I'd rather have a real one in front of me, in my hands. Something like that. As perverted as it made it sound, like, I was like, oh, yeah, it's... That's well, right. he's right. He's right. He's not wrong, that guy. <laughs> Wise. Sage advice. It is. It is. So we see Eleven, right, display more of her, uh, we saw, obviously, her fashion sense. She's upgraded that. <laughs> yep. Her powers. Looking like she's uh, going to Bayside High or something. Pretty much, right? She had like the Kelly Kapowski, like, going, look at me. I'm wearing yes. this, like, romper. I'm wearing this yeah. type of, you know. Light she's very colors. stylish <laughs> for someone who lives in the woods. Yes. Well, right? true. I I don't understand when she got her shop, when she went on her shop, when they went on their shopping spree. Who paid for this? Yeah, who did? Because I'll tell you this. When I went to the malls, I barely had a dime to my name. I would just go and, uh, you know, I told you uh, on our trip. Yes. Uh, coming back, I would just go there with, uh, with my friend Rashawn, who would uh, go ahead and have all the money. Oh, and I was, just, like I was your rich friend. You and Richie Rich pay for stuff. Uh-huh. And I'd carry his bags, basically. <laughs> you know, I was a Cadbury to his Richie Rich. Oh, you were an indentured servant of sorts. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll throw me a, uh, you know, Sabaro pizza. Oh, as a that's thing. nice. Of course, why not? Always the worst pepperoni at Sabaro. Giant. It was worse, period. Pepperoni. Oh, God. Like, it would cup and, like, keep the oil. Gr- greasy. Ooh, God. Gr- greasy, terrible, floppy the pepperoni. Sabaro's pizza kind of reminds me of how the rats look like when they melted. <laughs> mm? Mm. I can see it. Yeah. Or, or, like, the baked ziti. Oh, that's what the people look like in this when they were melting all over the place, they look like the baked ziti from uh, Sabaro's Pizza. Oh, well, that's gross. Put that in your minds, well, people. Yeah, there. Well, Next time you go to Sabaro's there. Pizza, I know. I'm I think not going there now. I guess we won't be having Sabaro's as our uh, sponsor. You, you don't think they're going to sponsor us now? That's fine. Uh, we don't need them. We have a uh, body armor water. Do we though? Oh, I don't know. We'll talk to Tommy soon enough. We have a. We have a. Well, we haven't gotten our, 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 our usual shipment. No. Um. So. We talked about other things here. What other things? Obviously, so we went back to the power set of uh, of eleven. Yeah, do you think that was she was more powerful this year? I mean, obviously, at, towards the end, you know, well, no. she has her powers sapped. Like she doesn't have her powers. It's because of that, and it was because. Well, how did you feel about that when she got bit? And then they had. To, I kind of like kind of cringed when I that saw do that disgusting. surgical type deal. Yes. I was like, oh fuck, they're gonna have to cut it out of her. Yeah. And then she's no. He's like reaching into her leg and trying oh, to work that thing. Out. Let me just get on my fingers. Holy yeah, yeah. shit! I was like, this is not a splinter. This is this is that's gonna leave a mark. Yeah. And then she just basically used her powers to like get it out. Mm-hmm. Oh god. Um, yeah, I thought she was really powerful, obviously, and she had to be to because you know with each season, the big bad gets you know stronger. And she stronger. took care of Billy so in that her, sauna room though, didn't she? Um, she threw him out the. That's, you might want to phrase it a different way than that, but do you? Oh yeah, I mean she she gave him a walloping. Yes. Uh, this is back to the being the host question I had earlier. Once Billy got thrown through a brick wall, yeah, he broke through it. Do you think that, once again the next morning he fe- he feels like bruises on his body? He goes, ah, what is that? I mean, you would think so. It's just it's just one of those questions that made me go, huh? Like, you're really worried about his pain management. 
I'm worried about like how how it is when a parasite is latched onto a host and the, how the host is now reacting, you know, yeah. everything else. But I mean, all right, back to uh, let's go find 11. a tick or something, put it on you, and we'll. I see might find one of those ticks from that dog that I picked up earlier. <laughs> just we don't have to do anything special. Just your ride home. You're gonna have plenty of parasites by the time you get to your house. I'm itching. Stop. Enough. Rana, uh, can you check me out here? <laughs> She's going to go through these like fine tooth comb. Yes. Um, so 11 power set, you know, you see, you seem like it got Seems elevated. Like she's leveled up. Yeah. Because she was able to, it seemed like she, she did more of the going into the mines type deal this year. It didn't seem to take quite the toll on her that it had taken before. You still have the telltale science of the bloody nose, but it was sort of like, oh, no big deal. I'll just. I'll yeah. She, she just wipe it real, yeah. right away. She right. Pops into it and then pops out of it. And, and she seemed to. Okay. Wipes her nose and says, hey, the boys are talking about us. Yeah. Like what? That would seem to be another part of the season that you didn't enjoy what the, so much. The the stuff that was uh, really living in the day-to-day relationships of It's called stranger things. That's not something. strange when I see, you know, you know, kids talking about their hormones and their girlfriend problems and Yeah, you, you know, weren't into that. Oh, tell me more about the mind flay problems that you guys are having. Jesus, like that was enough. Um but she goes into Billy's mind at one point in one of the episodes. And then you get a little bit more insight of Billy and why he's such a dick. Do yeah. you did, at that point did you feel a little a little sorry for him? Or did you feel a little sympathy? Yeah, they want you to have a little sympathy. Yeah, so for they, him, but yeah. so did, did it work for you? So that I mean, yeah, well at least yeah, anytime you get that little bit of understanding as to why somebody is, you know, the way they the way they act. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean it works a little bit. I mean, don't try to do that to me with a baby Hitler or something. I'm not going to care, I guess. So, I mean, maybe I would. I don't know. Maybe his dad was mean to him. Exactly. You never know. His his you know upbringing. What? I feel bad for him, actually. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. Baby Hitler was. He's just a product of his upbringing. You know what? Maybe if my dad wasn't as nice to me, maybe I would have uh, perpetrated some atrocities on him. I'll tell you why that's wrong. Okay. Okay. I was lost in a mall, and my dad didn't remember my birthday. You don't see me going over trying to con- uh, uh, commit genocide. Cripes. Not yet. Well, you're a little are, worked up about this. The wheels are in motion. <laughs> <laughs> um, leash back on this guy. <laughs> pull him back. So yeah, so we have the 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 mall as being a, a nice setting for it's the epicenter m- for all the action, basically. Then they also had the carnival. Right? Do you remember going to the carnivals in uh, back in the day? Like, oh, sure. Obviously in Redwood City, right? So oh, yeah. you remember the Mount Carmel? Yep. Yeah. Do you remember the Gravitron? Did you ride that ride? I didn't ride Gravitron until I was like late teenager, I think, like 18, 19, I think. Yeah, as we were watching it, Rain, I was like, oh my God, I love that ride so much. They're going, don't you remember? It was so great. I was like, going, no, because my parents won't let me get on it. No, of course not. That, it's too dangerous to have a kid on a leash on that thing. Why would they want the prodigal son to get in the blender? <laughs> That's basically how I saw it, I guess. Yeah, uh, you were just stuck going on those uh, cars that are all attached together with the Aruga horns. Pretty much, yeah. Where it would, sometimes it would kind of lift up a little bit. You just sort of go. Yep, a little yeah, over a little hump. Circle. Yep. Yeah. While everyone else is doing the gravitron with the with the blinking lights. I'll tell you this: I got to ride that and three you, times. And compared, you had a driver's license at that point. I did. <laughs> I did. That's what the cars you were. Well, guess what? That only took one ticket. Oh, I rode that okay. thing three times. Graviton <laughs> took three tickets. You only get to ride once. Jokes on you, suckers. Suckers. That's called ticket management 101. <laughs> 
I got three rides out of out of, of my tickets. You Man, got one. You're the king of the carnival. Oh, I am. I am. I was the king of the carnival. Um, you know who wasn't the king of the carnival though? Oh, who? Alexi. I Alexi did not survive. Did, that was. I mean, I felt more sad with that than when I see Billings Billy's like reasoning for being such a, a jerk. I, I obviously it still like gave me more of like, oh, okay, your your parents, your dad was a real jerk to you, and you just, you know. You're a product of what happened. Yeah, we had lots of new characters introduced yeah. this season, and of all of them who met their demise. Uh, yeah, Alexi was the gut punch for sure. Alexi died with a woody woodpecker in his hand. <laughs> woody woodpecker stuffed animal. I mean, I mean make sure uh, that he never got his corn dogs. No, he did. Well, Murray was over there. He he had, he had a line, and he saw him come in. He yeah. was, <laughs> and then that uh, kind of. What's, there was like a Terminator type uh, yeah, well, he, character, the Russian this sort of Russian. Obviously, the he was prototypical the heavy, like heavy hitter. Like I'm the I'm the henchman of I'm the guy who's going to be carrying lifting for the Russians, right. doing all the dirty work, killing, doing what I need to do. He killed Alexi. Yeah, I felt so. And he called him a traitor. Why? Because he liked Looney Tunes and Cherry Slurpees. You murdered my friend, you bastard. Ah, uh, and then seeing Murray just because you know what it was night nice, it was about the Murray-Alexi uh, relationship mm-hmm. was obviously Murray's such a conspiracy theorist. Like yeah. he's going, why did you bring this Russian into my house, Hopper? What is, are you insane? I've got to change, I got to change my address. I've got to, I've got to change my phone numbers. I, I got to get out of here. And then, you know, he, he forms this friendship with him. Right? Yeah, and then, this improbable pairing. And then he has to see him like perish. Yeah. Oh my God, that was, that was tough. Like, and it was tough for me because I was like, oh, you know what? Alexi was a was a cool guy because he was just a foreigner that was embracing, you know, America. And all for us had because like, oh, in Russia, like, no, we have to stand in line for cheese. You know, you know, <laughs> <laughs> some Yakov type, uh, you know, stereotype. That reminds me of, did you ever watch The State? No. The sketch comedy show was on MTV no. in the late 90s. Uh-uh. They had, uh, it was good. It, uh, a lot of, uh, the guys from like Reno 911, basically. Okay. And they were like, Younger, you know. Just, okay, so this is before you know, we know that early 20s, yeah. Okay. And uh, they had one sketch where <laughs> they're like in Russia, in communist Russia, and they're they're talking about how they, they like uh, America so much, but in Russia they have similar items like Adidas. <laughs> okay. They don't have Adidas. Adidas are better because they have four stripe. That's what <laughs> it reminds me. Alexei's life yeah, yeah, over yeah, there yeah. in the uh, Soviet he Union. Was stepping up from Adidas to real Adidas there if he could have stayed. Oh, of long, course. When he takes know? off that uh, fourth stripe and says, that's why it's supposed to be. The Run DMC wears this. Yeah, <laughs> that, man. Um, so the group does get split up, right? It was a usual trope. I feel like that this this series has like groups people get split up right well, so you sure. have Steve Robin Scoop's troop basically Erica and Dustin they're crawling around uh, they're Star, trying to infiltrate Star, the, the Russian the mall uh, and the Russian yeah, base underneath exactly and they're trying to figure out what's going on here you have Joyce Murray Hopper with Alexi and they're trying to figure out like where are the kids right you got we got what's going on here they're, they're in the Home Alone situation they lost the kids again exactly and then you have the the kids doing a Goonies thing. You have the rest of the children yeah. with Nancy and Jonathan, and they're yeah they're they're out there. They're going to try and uh, protect Hawkins, protect Eleven at all costs. Because right. if you find out Mike Mike really does love her, sure. Which you know it was, it was a nice little like okay we get it young love, that's that's good. 
we see, so it's coming to the climax set where everything is going to happen. Of course, once again, where does everything happen? The mall. <laughs> so the, the pinnacle comes to all the, all the, all the people of the, not all the people, but the infected, the mind flayed have melted. Now they form this super looking, uh, demigorging-ish thing, mind flare. And it's coming after the kids. They were in the cabin, tore it up. They hurt. It hurt uh, Eleven. Right. Right. At one point. Now, you, now, now you're playing. It grabbed her. You just lost your cleanup hitter. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. You I knew. Mean, you you gotta knew. Go you, bench. you got to, you know, one through. Runs. You knew one through eight. You guys were, were barely sticking it. Now you just lost your cleanup hitter. What are you going to yeah. do? Play small ball? Yeah. Oh, God. Get run. So they get fireworks from the, from the, what do you call it? The drugstore. Yeah. I was kind of a little down with that part too. Because at one point, Lucas Lucas said, do you know what this is? He found that fireworks stash. Yeah. Do you know what this This is one eighth of dynamite. You get eight of these. You got dynamite. I thought they were going to rig something where it was going to be dynamite. Okay. So they would have some real like power behind like uh, their instead they defense. Instead, like bottle rockets basically. They had, No, they kept it like, oh, we just, we'll just throw these one eighths of something yeah. at that big mind flare at the showdown at the at Starcourt. Yeah. That's what we're going to call it. Welcome, everyone, to the showdown at Starcourt Ball. On your left corner, you'll have the kids. Nancy, Jonathan, eh, whatever. Right, so <laughs> you have that moment where I was like, oh, I, I thought you guys were going to play up. Like, all right, we got some real firepower now. We got dynamite. And seeing Nancy handle the gun, did that take a little bit like on Jonathan? What are you doing? Like, no, uh, no, I mean, I, I believe in her. She was a... Uh... She's held her own pretty much through every part of the. I found that a little unbelievable. Not because she's a female. Well, just because. Yourself, why? Just because, like, the actress Natalia Dwyer, I believe, is her name. I saw her in person, and this is no. Yeah, Natalia Do- uh, Dyer. She's a small lady. Her frame is really like skinny. Yeah, she's very, very thin. My girlfriend said the same thing. She was like, "What is her?" When, I, when we she saw her, so skinny. We saw her in person last year. Yeah. Uh, at Comic Con, we were actually uh, we were eating, and then this cast of Stranger Things came in, and they sat at the, oh, they yeah, ate at the yeah, same yeah. restaurant, and we we saw her, and we thought like, I saw her like, oh my god, <laughs> a lot of going, oh my god, Nancy needs to eat something, <laughs> as she was like, looks, I'd like unhealthyish, yeah, like. Yeah. Uh, this burger is from that uh, table over there. <laughs> so, I mean, it was just a little bit awkward seeing her trying to shoot a gun when I go, oh, her frame isn't really prepared for that. Her shoulder might just fall right Yeah, I, I I felt every time she shot 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 the gun, I thought like, oh my God, it's got to pop out of the socket. And she's like, it's done, done deal. Um, But, you know, she she held her own, like like you said. She, she did what she had to do. Everyone did what they had to do, right? Except for Eleven, who it seems like she lost her powers completely. Do you think she did? No, I think they're sort of temporarily. Uh, I mean, I don't know exactly what happened. They don't really give you much clue as to like where where they went. But yeah, they, you think they, like they, they went, went dormant, drained? Yeah, and because she'd gone through situations before where it would really take it out of her to use her powers, but at this point they weren't coming back, and you could tell that that scared her. You know what actually this is actually reminding me. You know what also got me a little uh irritated? But you liked it though. Was when the whole time everything is coming to a climax and Hopper and Joyce were down in the uh, Russians' headquarters now, because they they found themselves down there because they're gonna shut down the machine that opens up the portal. 
they needed they needed the code for that safe. And who can solve that code? Coincidentally, it's going to be Dustin and his non-imaginary girlfriend. We never find out for Susie, who you know she gets on uh, Dusty Buns. Gets on the the Dusty Buns. Sorry, is it Dusty Buns? Yes. Yeah. Of so she gets. Yeah, she gets on. Okay, Dusty Buns, go ahead. Uh, I can help you. And he's like, I need your help. We need, we need the code right away. What is, you know, what is the number for? I forgot the formula. Was plan plans something whatever. Um, Oh, here we go. I'm sorry. Planck's like constant. A, yeah, it yeah. was a mathematical equation. That yeah. Wanted, uh, and Murray thought he knew it, but it, it wasn't it. He was wrong. He was wrong by off a few digits. But these kids, obviously, once again, coincidental, they, they knew it. And it's climatic. We need this right away in a hurry. And then what does she make him do? What the, Jeremiah? Okay, let me just be clear on this. I haven't heard from you in a week, and now you want a mathematical equation that you should know so you can... Save the world. Susie Poo, I promise I will make Susie it up to you Susie as soon Poo. as possible. You can make it up to me now. What? I want to hear it. Not right now. Yes, now, Dusty oh, Bun. Susie Poo, this is urgent. Yes, yes, you're saving the world. I heard you the first time, but Ged is also saving Earthsea, and he's about to confront the shadows, so this is Susie signing off. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Okay. No. Shit, exactly. <laughs> We've all been Look at what you see. So good. In mm. her face. A mirror of your Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> never ending story. I love you. Love that scene. Story so much. I love that scene uh, so much. When I was smiling ear to ear yeah. when they started singing that part, and you can see on Susie's face, she's so happy that Dusty oh. Buns is doing. You know, he's singing their, their song. song. Yeah. I don't I, mind. I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't mind them have them having a song. The I don't first mind. thing we talked about about the season, you were like, "Ugh, never ending story thing." You, it was so like it was so you had such a negative reaction to it. it I was. giggled. I sat up in my chair <laughs> and I giggled. I was so excited. I'm glad it hit. You know, hit, you know, made someone I know like like it. Because uh, for me, I was just like, it's for me. It, it would have been like, uh, what's his name in, uh, what do you call it? The Incredibles. What's his name? Samuel L. Jackson's character. Frozone. Frozone. It would have been a Frozone moment. <gasps> Honey, what's Planck's constant? Let's do it first. Where, please, what is Planck's constant? Do it. God damn it, woman, you give me Planck's constant right now. That's what I wanted him to do. Jesus. Just the the severity of the moment. Like it didn't seem like it was there. That he had to the moment what was that a three a three minute clip, thirty four minutes. Yeah, yeah. Those four minutes are costing you guys precious moments no, here. It's well worth it. I think everyone well can relate it. to having to do something. Oh yeah, of course. That is maybe embarrassing because it's maybe it's a private and inside joke. Of course, I get that. I understand that for your significant. But at other, a moment of like of your real friends, severity, you know, 
I mean, Susie Pooh needed her dusty buns, you know? Okay, you know what? This year's fantasy draft, before <laughs> you had to make your pick, yeah. right? I'm gonna, you're you're going to have to do something, you know, for Candace. And you're going, oh, I got to make a pick real quick. And she'll tell you, no, you got you got oh, to do something first. And then what are you going to do? Is it is it sweet and charming now? I guess we'll find out. I yeah. guess we'll find out. You just present. forfeited your first pick because you went over the time. You sang a four-minute song on a two-minute timer oh of your pick. Oh, my gosh. That that whole scene, it's just I think yeah I think it's it's so relatable and uh, I was uh, <laughs> this reminded me I was hiring somebody at work. Um, oh no no sorry no this is a different story not that it matters but anyways I needed somebody's password uh-huh. coworker's password I I agreed to do something for them I needed to log in as them and it had one of the security questions that they asked to verify that it's you is what was your favorite childhood game okay and. This person put uh, books. I guess they didn't. They didn't have That's, too many friends growing was up. Was it? Was this Alexi that you yeah. interviewed? I I just remember I was like, oh, uh, okay. I have your name, username, and password. I need your uh, favorite childhood game. And she was like, oh. Um, <clears throat> books I'm like, oh oh that's not a game with a deflated like I didn't, books i didn't have a lot of friends i didn't play a lot of games mm. i just like to read can you just put it in please i'm like you know what sure like i'm real cool so mine said baseball you know and then i have books yours would have said solitaire <laughs> i would have respected that more than <laughs> books the same type of books you could buy right here at elusive comics and games Santa Clara, California. There you go. <laughs> Hopefully more fun for you. More fun, more fun. Common, not comic books. Sure, like nerd books, you know? Yeah, right? What, what kind of nerd books? Like the nerd books that uh, Eric no, would say? Nerd books? Yeah, read and learn. Please. <laughs> Sucks. No. With numbers and doodads. And, <laughs> no, dumbasses. Um, hey, coming in hot right now. Um, yeah, see all right, so you liked that scene, right? I, I love like that, that scene. scene. So loved it. Favorite part of the whole season. As everything's coming to its apex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? We're, we're heading to the finish line here. You know, they end up defeating the mind flare, right? Um, team effort. Team effort. It was team effort all around, which is good because actually it made you feel like, all right, it's not going to be 11 this time. It's not just like a Captain Marvel totally overpowered situation. Yeah, it wasn't an OP like, situation yeah. where she was going to recover r- right away. Like, no, everyone everyone did their part and they took it down. And then you know who actually came with his White Knight moment? It was Billy. He did. L was able to sort of tap into his mind and and convince him sort of that uh, that he's a good guy in there somewhere, right? That it's not his fault. And he took a bunch of those like, uh, I don't know what you call them, like those arm thingies or whatever. Yeah, come- like some sort of appendages. How old is this kid again? Yeah, I don't know. He's like just out of high school also. Maybe Although 18, he 18, looks 19? like the type of kid who probably flunked a few grades. This guy was freaking ripped. And yeah, the fact that he could he take so on this scary. kind of punishment, holy. Yeah, he was on that HGH like balcony. Oh, he uh, is cocktail. Jose Canseco is what he was. Yeah. I was just like, oh my God. Look, he's just taking this punishment like nothing. Yeah, he's like a modern day Triple H or something. Yeah. He was know, 48 years old and he's got 3% body fat and gigantic <laughs> muscles. Like, uh, and, I'm, and I'm only 19. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris Benoit. Uh, oh, I was waiting for to... your family type. <laughs> oh, he's going to do the uh, quiver cross face. Yes, on uh, the mind flare. <laughs> so they they take down the mind flare. Yes. Uh, also, we would take down the mind flare because they find out like we close a portal that closes everything, the connection to the mind flare in, the, in this world, and it, it will just it'll die. Unfortunately, during the whole process of taking down that uh, the portal and everything, Joyce and Hopper find themselves in a situation where 
the good old sheriff of uh, Hawkins has now perished. Ugh, yeah. Or so, or did he? Or did he? Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. So unfortunately, we have a we have our first real like big death of like one of the main characters, right? And you're like, oh shoot, that hurts. Not to say Bob wasn't, but I'm saying like you know this is Bob, day one. Alexi, they they usually find a way. At Barb, the first season, Barb, yes, they have tangential kind of characters who you have some sort of affinity for, and they're not afraid to kill them off. But this is one of the first. This is really the first time where you had somebody from the core sort of group who you're led to believe is is gone. Now. Yeah, he's gone. Um, and then after that, um, Joyce can't take it anymore. She's she's getting the hell out of there. She's <laughs> taking the kids. She took Eleven, too, which I was a little bit surprised. Like, oh. Well, I, at this point, Eleven really truly has no one. That is true. But I mean, why? why oh, because Joyce feels like since I was close to Hopper, and I, could, I feel like I should be able to kind of take on his stepdaughter type deal? Yeah, she okay. really... She felt like I'm a terrible mom to uh, to these two kids. I might as well just take on a third, you know. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I wasn't gonna, you know, comment on her parenting, but I mean, all right, yeah, sure. She's not a very good mom. Well, you know, she tried to. She doesn't protect her kids very well. No, you think the curfews would have been, you know, set in stone? You'd be driving Will everywhere. You still even going on a bike? Do you want less than a year? Then we we talked about that. This was almost a year and a half of since the yeah. last first event. The kid was coughing up worms still afterwards. Like, oh, come on. but you over here like uh, you want to go with your friends? Go ahead and knock yourself out. You're going out with like a wizard. All right, good old Will, have fun. <laughs> Will the wise, mm. um, not so wise. Yeah, so then you have the moment. The so you have a moment where kids are now kind of like once again like you know growing up. There were times when. You had friends that actually did move away. That's how yeah. I felt. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, it's not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. And you see the separation now. We don't know actually where they're going to go, right? Do we know right. what, what town they're moving to? I don't believe so, no. No, so you... Or at least I don't. Yeah, you know, um, I don't I don't either. Um, but uh, that was... <laughs> they didn't so, hear that. They didn't we're hear okay. That. No, we're not didn't hear that. There's there's a mind flare in here, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so they're splitting up. They're moving they're splitting away. up. They're they're moving away. Hopper left a nice, very sincere note to to L, um, which was that was that was a nice heartfelt moment. Yeah. Right. I don't know where we're gonna go now with this. You see, at the end, the Russians, in you know, in in Russia, they have this uh, a captive. They yeah. say, hey, let's uh, let's go. Uh, it's it's feeding time because they're still running those experiments over there. Yes. And you see, like, oh no, not the American. Who's the American? Yeah, who is the American? Uh, I don't know. Kurt Angle. Dun, 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 dun. Um, uh, you suck. It's you true. Suck. It's true. It's so true. So, uh, yeah, you're led to believe they have an American hostage of some kind. Yeah. And um, what else do they have down there? They have a demigorgon. They had a demigorgon. That was crazy. I, I was like, a holy Were you shit. you surprised? Uh yeah, I was I was yeah, like, what the hell is that thing doing? Like, and it looked like the same one from the first season. It did because it looked like more human like. Yep. Right. Then it, it wasn't looked, one of like, like the demi dogs, dogs or, or it wasn't yeah, like no. this mind flare looking thing. Like no, it was like I have arms and hands and I'm gonna eat you. Right. Like holy crap. So that's where it left left us off at. Where do you think right now season is gonna take us now? Because this has got to be a rescue mission now, season four, right? Well, if it's if 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 Hopper is indeed the guy on the other end of this. That's the thing. So you have, um, there's, I've seen speculation multiple ways that potentially Hopper is the guy in the cage. Cause you're at the, you know, he has the showdown. We kind of, we left the part out, but when he 
he dies is when he's having he's having the showdown against sort of like the Terminator. Yeah, the Terminator. Thing, yeah, and it's right in front of the Joyce. portal, mm-hmm. the opening. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, to the upside down, and there's an explosion. They kill the machine that's going to close off the the portal. Yeah, and he's just gone. So you don't actually see him die, which typically in movies and TV means they're not. And really also dead. in true '80s fashion, that's right before the real backup comes, like the army. Yes, and everyone else. Of Paul Reiser's character and the other. Yeah, yeah, such, a, um, such an '80s thing. It was, it was very '80s the way that this thing. It, it stayed true to the whole. I love it. The, the Duffel Brothers do a great job, like Mad playing the nostalgic. Comes on in and, yep. and starts to clean up the, <laughs> the mess. Um, yeah, so Hopper could. I've seen theories that he could be. He could have been captured actually by some of the Russians, like right at the moment of you know. The and explosion. they just escaped out of there. Yep, and I've also seen that potentially he may have stepped through the portal into the Upside Down. Uh huh. Which I actually would like that theory. I would love if the Russians had somebody else. Or he got blown into that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then he came out the other side. Right. And okay. That he That the rescue mission, quote unquote, might not be finding Hopper in Russia because that's a little unbelievable that these preteens or, you know. I thought we were going to have a National Lampoon European vacation yeah, deal in our like, hands. Oh, we're going to have to. Oh, it's going to be like a Spider-Man far from home situation where they go to Europe and have to or a police academy when they go to Russia yep absolutely all of the above (laughs) stripes they do the same thing yeah Um, I I think it's much more likely that there's uh, where it's Elle having to find her powers again somehow by going into the upside down and, and going on a rescue mission for Hopper and then I don't know where else we're going from there because realistically with the kids outside of them you know they're splitting up but they have a plan to keep in touch and yeah, prom, yeah. dude. It's going to be prom oh, prom season. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, but it's they actually found a good stopping point where if that was the end of the series, series it, they, they tied up as many loose ends as they probably could, they could. before yeah. they introduced in this like uh, Marvel-style post-credits tag on almost. Yeah. Uh, of the, 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 like the Easter egg type deal. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm, like, I'm with you with, with your speculations. Those are actually, yeah, like pretty spot on. Um as far as everything else, like how did you rate this season compared to the last? I love the season to be honest. No, Best season. The, the first, no, the first season is my favorite season, um, and this is pretty close behind, I think. Okay. And uh, and then season two is sort of behind that. I don't get me wrong; I liked all of them. But yeah. I if really, you're gonna rank them, yeah, yeah, of course. The first season, I loved it, having it be about these, you know, these little kids who don't who are in this situation for the first time and just trying to figure it out this season, having more, much more of the horror tone to, yeah. it, um, of, you know, the invasion of the body snatchers, um, the thing. I mean, there's just, there was a yeah, bunch thing. of, there you go. Like, That's right. uh, these sort of really classic, really kind of gross, gnarly horror type, uh, vibes from, from this season. I thought were just spot on. And I just, I love the kids. I love the writing. I love the never-ending story, so yeah, they had I'm, you on I'm that. all about it. Well, the nostalgia piece for this one was just so spot on for my experience, yeah. for my formative uh, year. So it was, yeah, it was great for me. Um, for me, I would say first season, uh, second season, and third, and then this one. I'm going as oh, as it go. I think it's on a little decline, decline. I'm hoping, and I, I just the I way that they could bring it back. The year and I think this it. way, the way it would bring it back for me yeah. would be. You gotta put Steve Harrington back on top, man. That guy, that guy needs that guy needs some love. What What do you mean? What, you just you want him to? No, I don't want him to be like the you know hero. But I mean, you gotta put him a little bit more 
more in the forefront again. Because, like I said, I, th- you think I feel he like he turned into Ross from Friends a little bit this season. A bit. I feel his, like he, his he took a background. Is, is into ladies, and he's <laughs> kind of he, he's not really cool anymore. Kind of something like that, where I'm just like, oh, I feel like yeah, like I said his character kind of regressed. So maybe we get him a monkey for next season. Marcel will be fine. <laughs> you know, um, I, I'm not optimistic. Obviously, still. I'm still going to be tuning in. It's it, I'm not going to say this was like pure trash. I just felt like oh, that's good. not where I was hoping it was to, it was going to elevate to. Okay. Um, is there something that you would want to see out of the next season you think would change your opinion of it? Like what outside of Steve, more Steve, uh, outside of, uh, yeah. Steve Holt. Steve, outside of more Steve, <laughs> Steve Harrington. I no, I right now nothing's really occurring, like popping in my okay. head. What I would, I'd probably want Maybe go back to the, Root of like when you opened up this door in second season with like, yeah. like talking about other okay the so other the others of L- eleven so they're Besides, already potentially going out to another country maybe yeah with this sort of moving the location to Russia in some form or fashion yeah it's fine let's see you think finding a number see one through is, nine uh, one through ten yeah let's see the rest of them I think oh I heard another theory that number one could have actually been the mind flayer <gasps> shoot okay see that would that'd be a nice twist where they reveal that and I'll be like yeah. oh my that god that was actually a creation. Okay, I like of that. Of the United States government and... Please, there you go. And now we're I like going that. to need to find the other... Duffer Brothers, get Jeremiah on your writing, uh, writing staff. He's going to get you. I'm the best at regurgitating shit that I heard other people say and <laughs> taking it as my own. Don't you worry about that. Hey, people don't know that, remember? <laughs> Actually, I don't, I don't know if I've heard that, that part of it yet. But yeah, if there was a sort of the... Now it's the kids... I don't know what the kid, I don't know how the kids play into this. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I'm gonna be kind of left left in the air. Maybe the kids have to. Maybe L goes into the upside down to try and to takes retrieve Hopper. The kids get nervous because they're not sure if they're gonna see her again. They have they find out that there's other powerful people. They seek these other kids out who are gonna be close to their age or maybe a little older and try to convince them. Just to, think I mean, of that's a big just battle. think of any other '80s movie right now. And then you, that's probably what the Devil Brothers are going to go ahead and uh, pull from. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what tone they sort of take. Yeah, it'll be probably about 85. So it's so 85. So probably, so everything's been like, oh, a, like uh, a, it was like holiday season, right? It's time travel. It's going to be, uh, there'll be it's Thanksgiving. The so they did, they did Christmas the first time. They had <laughs> yeah. Halloween, 4th of July. Now it's going to be Thanksgiving. Yeah, because I think probably will. based on release wise, they think they said they're going to release it next year, November. So oh, okay. They, yeah, yeah, that sounds uh... early November. Oh, and actually, did they mention about the holidays? Well, they did at the very end. Mike said, "I'll see you next. I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you for Thanksgiving." Yeah. Or so maybe it won't be a full year. Maybe it was like, "I'll see you later on this year for yeah. Thanksgiving," and then we'll find Hopper. Because maybe yeah, a full year for Hopper being uh, held captive. No, I've been too long. She'd been dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would have thrown him in the gulag. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see where to go. I mean, I, I, I wish. Uh... <laughs> I wish uh, I wish you would have liked this season as much as I did. Um, that didn't stop you from cosplaying as Steve Harrington and that combo of Steve Harrington and, and Shirley Temple with your lolly at mm, Comic Con. Nope, not at all. Did not did not deter me for at all. Um, so we'll see what comes from this next season. Then maybe uh, Comic Con <laughs> twenty. 2021 <laughs> madness is sinking in here and yeah. uh, as we wind down we're here the wall um so jeremiah as we are wrapping up where can everyone find you uh you can find me right here um elusive comics santa clara california in their podcast room 1270 franklin mall santa clara california and in the few small moments where i 
where I leave this place. And uh, then you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, XJFCX, and right here at uh, Keeping a Nerd. Um, and as always, you can find me, Vincenity09, on Twitter. Mm. Uh, Vimasau09. <laughs> and you can find both of us on Keeping It Nerd on both of our social media, Instagram, Instagram and Twitter. Keep it nerd podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us over an email. Let us know about how you felt about season three of Stranger Things. What could have been done better? What do you look forward to season four? What are your, uh, you know, what are your theories uh, and your, your opinions? We always like hearing from you guys. And right before we go, you know what? At Comic-Con, I ran into this, uh, this kid from the collector group and his name is Joshua, right? His name, he has something called Joshua's Toy Box. You follow him on Instagram at Joshua Toy Box. J-O-S-H-U-A-S-T-O-Y-B-O-X. He actually, uh, he also has an Etsy where he sells these like little mini Ewoks. He hand paints them. Oh yeah, look at that. Um, like only $5. If you're a fan of Ewoks, just like Steve Harrington, because you know, that's one of his favorite movies, like Star Can Wars. Can I see it? Star Wars, you know, the one with the teddy bears? Yeah. <laughs> um, You'll you'll like to probably get your hands on one of these things. They are they're a nice little uh, tchotchke that you'd have on your desk. And if you're a Star Wars fan, it you know it's it's nice to have. Um, once again, Joshua's toy box. So we're plugging uh, Elusive Comics and this young man's uh, endeavor. Um, yeah, and anyone keep it real. Keep it nerd. Check the podcast, nerds about the broadcast About to drop some knowledge on your brain with all these hot facts Gaming, anime, and even comics got you covered I'll just listen to this intro from this budget Donald Glover Yeah, we'll take your mind up on a trip like Rick and Morty Like we jumping through these portals, trust me, none of this is boring In the cover, all these topics start an A until the letter Z Attack on Titan all the way to Zorro, that's more than one piece Keeping nerd or nothing, yeah, you know that is our motto And if you listen to us, that's the motto that you follow Got the host with the most, he got moves like he's Star-Lord All these haters taking shots, they missing like it's Star Wars Far more content than you could even ask for Put it on your phone and then just stick it to your dashboard Tune in anytime and they will probably have your fandom But now just kick back so you can listen to the anthem Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts Growing up, cause you know we got a bomb cast Hit and then just listen to the geeky is the podcast Keep it nerd, keep it nerd, what's the hot facts? You don't need your eyes, just put down your contacts Blowing up, cause you know we got